2: And welcome back to Mads World. I'm your host Mads and thank you so much for coming back each week. I'm thrilled to have you here and if you enjoy the show, please remember to subscribe, rate and review the podcast and just tell one friend about it. Imagine if all of you told just one person, my listens would double. Through discussing dating apps every week on the podcast, I always wonder what it's like behind the scenes of working at one. So this week I'm joined by dating app Inner Circle CEO Masha Codden and their resident dating expert Crystal Canstel to learn all about it. Masha's role as CEO is to lead Inner Circle to success by setting daring strategies and growing market expansion. Before Inner Circle, she has worked as a tech leader and in online businesses for over 20 years in both B2C and B2B marketing backgrounds. We are also joined by Crystal, head of communications for Inner Circle and their resident dating expert. Her many, many years on the dating side of dating apps, combined with her career in online dating, gives her a huge insight into the modern dating world and how singles can navigate it. Inner Circle calls themselves high-quality dating app, you <laughs> Created from the belief that quality is better than quantity, the app dares singles to date better. 5 million career-driven singles from all walks of life across 66 cities in 29 countries make up the Inner Circle community. The team behind the app screens each profile on safety, effort and mindset, so members only see rich profiles from people they'd actually want to go on a date with. Members are then encouraged to meet through the app at unique Inner Circle events and in real life. Couples get together every 6.6 seconds through Inner Circle and 116,000 couples have Met someone through the app. In this episode, we discuss what it takes to run a dating app and the challenges, what motivated the creation, the best stories that Masha and Crystal have had from users, and what we can expect in dating moving into 2023. You can also expect some of our funniest dating stories as per usual. Hello, Masha and Crystal. Hi, Hi Maddie. <laughs> oh, lovely to have you guys here. I'm really excited to have you on the podcast because Mads World at its core is a dating podcast. And speaking about dating apps every single week, I've always wanted to speak to someone who works behind the scenes and just know what motivates you guys to want to work for a dating app to start off with. So what really excites me uh, about uh, being in uh, the dating industry and running the dating
3: app is being really purpose driven. So we make a difference I think in people's lives uh, changing the course of their lives you know getting people uh, into a love relationship but also seeing marriages and babies happening from yeah. uh, what we do every day. It just makes such a difference to people's lives. I think that's, that's just amazing to see. Um, yeah and I think that is one of the most uh, important things apart from the great international team that we have and working into tech I think is also for me great because you have you can turn let's say great ideas into solutions that really provide value for members right so
2: Mm. yeah that
3: is for me is a really
2: exciting combination. Yeah and and Crystal what about you what motivated you to work for Inner Circle?
4: Yeah so I joined Inner Circle three years ago when I was terribly single Um, and when the job came up um, all of my friends were like this couldn't be a more perfect job for you so what I really like the most is so my job is you know communication so trying to Relate our purpose and what we're trying to do to the real problems that singles are also having. So I can literally turn conversations with my girlfriends about the struggles of dating into campaigns, or you know, real stories that actually make people understand why inner circle is better dating app than the others.
2: Yeah, and and what motivated the creation of inner circles? So obviously, there are a few dating apps out there, but what sort of sets it apart, and what what motivated the you know creating it with a point of difference? Uh, It all started 10 years ago, uh, and it was
3: actually interesting because then Tinder was not even there. Uh, And Inner Circle was actually founded uh, by David, uh, who was single at the time. And he was uh, looking into all these uh, dating websites that were basically um, not that great yet. Uh, And he thought, okay, let's really create an app that makes a difference in high-quality dating, as we call it. So he felt like um, uh, spending time uh, or actually wasting time uh, with endless swiping in profiles is not the best thing. So can we do something different? So do dating differently with better profiles uh, and also with a inner circle community. And I think that is uh, very interesting to our app because we actually screen the community. Uh, and we do that uh, for three reasons, actually. Uh, for safety, because we don't want any fakes and scammers, of course, on the app. And I think we are actually quite good at that uh, to to make sure that uh, it's a a great uh, environment. Um, That is one. Then the second one is effort. So we really ask singles to make a great profile that tells you uh, a lot about the person uh, so we can also match you better. And I think that is, um, yeah, uh, an exception uh, because if you have more information about the people that you see on the app, um, you can o- or easily go on a date uh, better. Um, and that actually works very well compared to other sites.
2: And Crystal, I'd love to know from you, what do you think it takes to run a dating app? And what, what are some stuff that goes on behind the scenes that people might be surprised to learn who, who are just users of dating apps and, you know, have no idea? Because I have no idea how much work and it must take to, to go on behind the scenes, you know?
4: Yeah, there's lots of stuff that happens behind the scenes. And I think one of the biggest myths, and I was listening to a, uh, a podcast recently called Sounds Like a Cold. I don't know if you've heard that. But they were talking about dating apps in this way that was like the people who work there must be just gamifying dating and it must be to like ruin your lives and keep everyone on dating apps forever and ever. And it's just so totally the opposite to what we're doing here. (laughs) Like as Masha said, we are looking to obviously change the course of people's lives and we're looking for ways to, you know, change the pain points that people have, better the product from like a UX point of view to thinking about campaigns that are really relatable to... You know even theming all of the things that we do internally to be about love and dating to keep us all in that high spirit um so yeah from product to uh, our support team of really trying to support our members and to updating our photo guidelines to be more in line with you know what is right and wrong in the world right now we're always just looking to better the ways in which people date and how we can provide that. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it would be great to know as well. So obviously you mentioned there that there's a huge focus on love and, you know, finding connection. And, and that seems like a really awesome motivation for each day. But what are some of the other best parts of working behind the scenes at a dating app apart from helping people to find those connections?
3: What we are trying to do every day is to add value to members. And and for that, I think the whole user experience within the app is super important. Uh, so uh, you get on the app quite easily. Uh, you see, uh, our uh, let's say the first thing you see is really uh, nice profiles. We make sure we can match you uh, in a good way. Um, and then also we try to get you to an offline date sooner uh, because that is something, of course, singles want. They don't want to endlessly you know waste time uh, on dating apps uh, but we are also focusing on events uh, to get people uh, offline and i think i don't think that people know really much that that, that the whole dating app industry is really also a data led uh, thing right of course it's yeah, about love but yeah. there are so many things that we can see in the app also uh, in our uh, algorithm um, so we know what works really and we from the data and the behavior of uh, people on the app we can improve things continuously, and that is something that we are focusing a lot on with our product team, with our design team, but also with the dating data team.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And with that, we try to optimize things. And the nice thing is also we are not only in Europe, but also in Latin America. And of course, every uh, country is different, right? So we also need to understand what are the local differences and how can we make an app also interesting for people that are in different countries so that is also something we uh, try to improve every day.
4: Yeah I think also on a data point of view so you've got the algorithm side there but also we collect so much data that is useful to give back to singles to educate them on how to date better so that is some examples to give you is like we know that if you have one or less photos your engagement rate goes down crazy amounts whereas even if you just have two more photos, your engagement goes up five times. So giving that back to singles is going to be able to help them date better. Or well, we recently did something super interesting where we looked at negative language on profiles. So people saying, I'm not looking for this, or I don't want a Tory, or know this, know that, and found that it was like, less engagement and likes from having negative language on your profile to actually having positive, like, I'm looking for this. And, you know, if you're this, then I'm into you. So just all like small educational pieces that we can give back to members is really interesting to me.
2: Yeah, that's really fascinating. And what would you say are some of the most challenging parts of, of working behind the scenes at a dating app and the hardest parts? So I think one of the, um, well, I won't
3: say hardest part, but most interesting part for me is also understanding that local, um, uh, let's say, specifics that we need to apply to the app to be successful. So what we uh, did, for instance, in September, we launched in uh, Bogota, in Colombia, uh, and we are now looking into Santiago in Chile. And uh, we do always uh, research with uh, uh, members, but also uh, singles in the city. And we ask them, okay, what is important for you? And the uh, interesting thing, for example, that in Brazil or in Bogota, safety is really important. So people want to be feeling safe in uh, a dating uh, environment on a dating app. So that's why we also screen. And I think that's why we are there making a difference. But in Chile, of course, safety is also important, but there it was more uh, important for members or singles to see like-minded profiles. So I want to date my kind of people, let's say, a certain crowd. So I think with that, uh, we can also make nuances in the app, uh, localize it and make sure that also our communication and the way we are uh, approaching uh, singles in the market... Uh, should differ and uh, make it really specific and to understand that uh, I think maybe in the past we know, uh, we understood that less now we have also local people on the ground that talk to uh, members there and investigate okay what should we uh, really uh, change or um, uh, how do you say that uh, um, uh, yeah make lo- localize and with that I think that is a challenge but uh, yeah we are getting better and better in it and that's also a uh, comes back into the growth numbers because we see we grow faster than we did in the past. So that is uh, I think one of the interesting parts as well.
2: Yeah. I think um, it's so interesting speaking about the localization of dating trends and what people you know need to succeed in dating in different areas because we speak about love and dating as though it's this one thing that is universal because you know everyone has the capacity to date or to love or to have sex whatever it might be but you forget that there are social nuances that differentiate depending on where you are and, and your demographic and, you know, different diversity factors. Like, I think that is so easy to forget. And you get wrapped up in your own experience. Whereas, you know, if I was to move to another country and, and try and date there, the, what's normal would be so different.
3: Yes, absolutely.
2: Yeah, And I think also
3: uh, we are in, at the moment in Amsterdam. So there are dating. Dating apps are very common. Everybody's on dating mm. apps. It's very normal to say, hey, I'm on a dating app. Whereas, for example, we also looked into Italy and there we had to educate the market to to really explain, okay, it's okay to be on a dating app. It's normal. It's good to get together like that. And you don't have to be ashamed to be on a dating app. And it's interesting because I thought in the beginning, oh, maybe let them, we very much need to understand or at least explain uh, that dating apps are something that can create great value to you, but there you don't need to explain it at all because Letum is much more, let's say, we see that in Colombia, Brazil, people are more open, easier to connect. So dating apps are maybe even an easier part of dating life, or, uh, of getting together uh, than in Europe, uh, funny enough.
2: Yeah, that's really interesting. And what about you, Krista? What would you say is one of the challenges that you face working for a dating app? Yeah,
4: I think, especially with it being 10 years of kind of, yeah, it's been our 10 year birthday and Tinder and swiping has also been around for a similar amount of time. And with that comes lots of opportunities to meet new people and to connect with people that you never would have. But we can't deny that it's also cultivated bad behaviour in terms of ghosting and catfishing. And trying to eradicate that and make sure that we provide a platform where people don't have to experience that is one thing that we're always looking at. So recently we released a suite of date conscious features where we really encourage people to date more consciously. So now on Inner Circle, if someone sends you a message, you're prompted to actually accept or decline the message. So you're actually not leaving the other person waiting. And then if you want to clean up your inbox and like have more, you know, conscious conversations, you're asked on why you're ending the conversation. Just so that you can give that other person, you know, the answer, the respect, so that they don't have, you know, 20, you know, conversations that are dead and going nowhere. And I think that there's a job to be done for the whole industry to look at how we can bring a bit more of that real life, into dating apps because it can become very easy to imagine people just behind a screen and not treat them very kindly. So that's why we also look at offline dating and really getting people to our events to make them realize these are real people that you're talking to.
0: (laughs) Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. them.
2: Yeah, that's so interesting because literally yesterday I matched with someone on an app and as soon as we matched, I checked him again and he was gone. And I was like, he's unmatched me. But I just found it so confusing because I was like, why has he matched me and then gone back to my profile and then unmatched me and you have no reason? And it's sort of like in real life at least you could say to the person, you know, if you hit on someone and they walk away, you can say you get a sense for why. But if otherwise you just – you know, and I get that not everyone's right for each other. And, you know, I've done the same thing, like maybe re-looked really at someone and, and noticed something that I didn't, you know, notice before. But yeah, I think that's a really good feature is that you can give a reason, even though it feels a bit brutal and rejection is hard. It's probably good for teaching people better habits. I think, many. well, now now we're talking, I'm thinking about it. For me, I think the, the two
3: most uh, challenging and difficult things are one, to keep the let's say, the community on Inner Circle safe. So make sure mm. that everybody that is on the app is really real and there are no fakes. So you know that you are dating someone that is really a person.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And it's really uh, <laughs> surprising uh, to me also in this industry how much fakes and scammers there are. So we are trying yeah. to get that, uh, to keep that off the app. And for that, we have a uh, screening team. I think the, that is different than other dating apps. So uh, mm. part of the screening goes through the algorithm. And that's really smart and gets smarter uh, every time. But also we have a team that is continuously screening profiles by hand. So we look into the profiles. Are you really the same uh, the, the mm-hmm. person that you say you are? Things like that. So that's one. And the second thing, which is most difficult, is behavior. Your example, mm-hmm. right? We can really have good profiles on the app. But then we also want people to answer your question or to chat with you or to come back mm-hmm. to you and not just, you know... Uh, disappear after you've matched so I think the safety and the behavior on dating apps that's the most challenging Mm
4: -hmm. and I think
3: uh, to Crystal's point the whole date conscious suite that is something that we do to really improve behavior but that's difficult right so you have to also it's like with children you also have to uh, (laughs) educate them a little bit like how does this really work and what is good behavior to get Mm -hmm. the yeah the right experience also for people that mean well, right? So to get that combination, I think that's the most challenging uh, and do that well. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I think it's also about setting ourselves apart from the other dating apps as well. So, you know, I think some tinder openly kind of call for this kind of environment with their campaigns of like single not sorry and stuff and it's for a certain type of person who's looking for a certain type of thing um but we want to say you know we're for quality dating and people are actually taking dating seriously so if you come here and you download Inner circle we want people to kind of you know think more or like ask of more from the dating app they're using and the people that they're also dating. So hopefully we're kind of creating this community where we're saying this isn't the place where you ghost.
2: And this leads me into into the next segment of the podcast, which is sort of, I I wanted more of a story time section with you guys, because I'm sure through working at a dating app, you've got some of the best stories of users. And first up, I wanted to know what, what are your favorite stories that you've had from users, you know, whether that be Ending in a marriage, ending in kids, or you know, a funny story you've heard, I'd love to hear them. I actually have two of my closest friends uh, that yeah. got uh, together uh, with uh,
3: their loved ones on Inner Circle recently. Oh my God! Uh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. really exciting. So yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, uh, they are, uh, let's say, uh, uh, around 40. Uh, yeah. They uh, had been in a relationship, both of them. He, uh, it's Mieke and Thijs. Mieke is, uh, uh, of course, female, Thijs is male. <laughs> they had uh, 15 years of uh, experience in. Uh, in their marriage, they got divorced, both of them. So that was a sad year, a <laughs> <laughs> year ago. And then, then I, uh, when I uh, started uh, working at uh, Inner Circle, I said, well, you have to try this. And they both said, dating apps are not for me. Of course, it won't work. Uh, I want to meet someone in a, in, a, in a bar or through friends. And of course, they experienced quite fast that their inner circle was not big enough to really meet other people. So they joined uh, uh, Inner Circle. And what the great thing is then to hear that they felt like, oh, wait a minute, there are actually very nice and interesting people on this app. (laughs) And it works for me, right? So that is, I think, for me, it's great. They are now both very uh, happy uh, with the person that they found on Inner Circle. So this, for me, really proves they are so close. And I hear, of course, they're love stories uh, uh and and happy stories every weekend every week so yeah for me that proves that we oh. really make a difference that's nice yeah that's
2: incredible it's so cool that it was two of your friends and you yes. sort of you were like the cupid behind the scenes getting them to start on the app very to happy begin with me. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on that side, yeah. Oh, that's awesome and what about you crystal what's your favorite story you've heard
4: yeah, I would say it's less about the one favorite story. But my favorite thing is going to parties or events and telling people where you work. And they're like, no way, that's where I met my boyfriend. Or that's where I met uh. my girlfriend. So recently, when I moved to Amsterdam, I'm living in like a, a townhouse. And there's, you know, a few flats. And I met one of the girls who lives downstairs. And we're talking about what we what we do. I was like, I work for in the circle. And she's like, Oh, I met my ex-boyfriend there, and she was like, you know, Ah! it didn't work out, but we were together for five years, so it was a good relationship, and then I was recently at a party where someone also told me that, so... It's just like those little anecdotal things of just like moving around and hearing about different people meeting people.
2: It's so cool. Yeah, it really speaks to the um to what you were saying before about just getting to nurture connections between people and be a part of that. It's really special. Yeah, so what I'm really proud of if
3: if if I speak to people uh, about what I'm doing and I'm I'm mentioning okay inner circle then if they they quite often give back, oh, this is really different. This is a a good dating app. You really have better profiles. This is really a nice crowd of people. And that really makes me proud because, yeah, that is, of course, what we want. And if you get that back uh, from singles you meet, yeah, that's really nice to hear.
2: That's amazing. And Crystal, I want to know from you personally, what is your funniest date story? Uh, My personal dating story. Um, (laughs) I once went...
4: On a few dates with a guy, and you know if he's out there, he will know who he is. Um, and on our first date, he wanted to go to a notorious after spot in Hackney when I was living in London and do karaoke on a Wednesday oh, no. night, which at first was very very <laughs> cute. And he sung, and I got up and danced with him a little bit. Until the next Wednesday when we went on another date, he wanted to go back to the bar and also sang no. the same song on karaoke and it happened one more time following and he was like oh I just what? It happened three times we went to the dolphin in Hackney three times while he sang the same song on karaoke and looked as, as proud of himself as the first
2: time oh my god I actually live around the corner from the dolphin and that is insane babe. Well, let me know if you end up dating the guy who loves to sing Karaoke there. Oh my god, that is so jokes. And the fact that he took you back, not one more time, but two. Do you reckon he takes all of his dates there and just does that same show every time? I think so. He has no shame. (laughs) He thinks he's showing you a wild night out. (laughs) That's so fun. And on a Wednesday night as well. It's not even like a weekend. (laughs) And what about you, Masha? Did you have a funny date story you can share with us? Well, actually,
3: I've been in a relationship for some time, so I'm really happy with that. Yeah. So, uh, of course, we go on, on dates, but it's, I don't have a da- uh, actually a funny dating story because I've, I'm out of that uh, for some time, I must say. Yeah. I do see that uh, my daughter uh, uh, is is dating. Uh, and that is uh, interesting oh, yeah? and sometimes uh, when she goes into a club in Amsterdam and tells me about how does this work. <laughs> but she is also uh, oh yeah God. experiencing dating apps. And it's interesting for the younger generation. Uh, it's so normal to start on dating apps, right? Where w- when you are a bit older, mm-hmm. then of course you think, hey, this is I will meet people face to face. But I think also with the younger generation, dating apps will even be more part of their life uh, than it was i think the last uh, 10 years so uh, yeah the, the the population or the the group of people that are going to use dating apps uh, and uh, has value from them i think will only increase so that's also interesting about this industry right about uh, dating apps that there is so much uh, to gain uh, and to change also in the whole user experience for younger generations
2: well that's what i was going to ask you as well Um, based on the data and your experience working at a dating app and working in a circle what do you think the upcoming trends are going to be for 2023 and beyond well i think
3: that's a very good question so what we see is um, we think that quality over quantity becomes more important than it has ever been because dating apps get more in in, uh, a part of your uh, day-to-day life of course more and more people come. Onto the app and we feel that it's really about quality instead of quantity so it should be uh, the right crowd that you find on the app it should be good profiles uh, great matching and then have better dates so quality over quantity we think is already today important but will increase uh, over time I think that is uh, something we already discussed the safety uh, that also comes with Authenticity, I think, be the real you, Uh, use the right pictures. Um, I think that is something that we will uh, definitely also educate our target audience with. Uh, And the focus on safety uh, needs to be there. And I think we will hold on to it, Uh, making sure that we don't have any scammers, uh, fakes and everything on the app. uh, To make sure that you are just having a good time, enjoying it, uh, without having to worry about these side (laughs) effects of dating, right? Yeah.
2: And what do you think, Crystal, being the resident dating expert, where do you see things going next year and beyond? Yeah.
4: So two of the trends that I think are going to come up more from what we're going to kind of see on the app from singles and what we're going to see singles behavior changing is one, Masha kind of mentioned it already, but it's authenticity, but more from the consumer side. So with the likes of be real, becoming very popular, and kind of photo dumps on Instagram instead mm. of lots of filters, and you know TikTok becoming more trended, like trending. Um, I think we're going to see that through the photos that people upload and the way that they want to interact with people and what they want to see from people as well. So, lots more photos in the moment that are still good quality, um, but really showing like you in your, you know, in your authentic place, being your authentic self. I think we're going to see a lot more of that, and then also. We've coined it the cost of loving, but obviously we're living in a cost of living crisis. Um, So I think what we're going to see is uh, uh, people looking for cheaper dates and free ways to actually uh, go on dates and interact with people. And it's kind of what we saw a bit during COVID as well, um, is that people will look to date cheaper, but in times of adversity, people also look for a lot of connection, so we'll see people investing in their love lives a little bit more but just looking for ways to do that a bit cheaper.
2: So my final question for you guys is what has the overall experience of working in Inner Circle taught you about people in general and what are you going to take away from it once you move on if you move on? So no intention to move on yet
3: uh, I'm really enjoying uh, enjoying uh, Inner Circle and I think we have a lot of opportunities still but I think um what I learned from um being in dating being in a dating industry, I think first of all how much technology can add to your life uh i mean it's a it's a technology app right but it's actually tech tech meets real life so I think the the great um added value of technology of apps i think not only dating apps but in general apps uh, really make your life easier and add value so the whole technology that is something i even embraced more than I did before. Um, And the other part is a bit of a negative part, I would say, because I never imagined that there could be so many, uh, let's say, bad behavior on apps. Uh, And also the whole fakes and scammers. I think we are in a good place actually with our app and with our community. But of course, I talk to others in the industry as well, and I see how much trouble other dating apps have with really providing a safe environment. Uh, A lot of people, a lot of Uh, uh, investment goes into that Uh, and i think uh, we of course all know the tindler tinder swindler uh, case but there are many more uh, unfortunately and i'm i'm still uh, of course we also see cases that we keep out of our app Um, but of course we see the screening team reports things uh, and sometimes yeah the behavior for me is really uh interesting uh on the negative uh, side i would say so that is something I learned. Uh, so that gives us more and more, uh, let's say, the drive to uh, keep the safety part uh, at a very good level. Um, and that is, uh, I'm really proud of that we are doing that with the screening team and making sure that we uh, yeah, are able to do that. But it was an interesting learning uh, during the last uh, few years.
2: Yes. And what about you, Crystal? I mean, being a dating expert, are you single at the moment? Are you dating? Can you take these experiences and and use them in your real life? I am am no longer single, actually.
4: Oh, congrats. (laughs) Thank you. Um, But, yeah, I definitely – I was single while working at – in a mm-hmm. circle and also a lot of my girlfriends are still single as well so I definitely yeah, still in the girls trap drop some data or some insights and stuff that's <laughs> going to help them out <laughs> um but yeah I think the biggest learning for me um working here and what the one that I think that you know we need to use a lot we need to keep in mind a lot and so I could take to anything else that I would do in the future personally and work ways is the vulnerability that goes into dating and putting yourself out there and us really being able to kind of hold that vulnerability in all the work that we do as well and keep that in mind so that we can stay relatable to our members is is really important. But I think that goes for anything in life, right? Um, Anyone who's yeah, listened to Brené Brown on vulnerability will
2: understand that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and just like understanding that yeah, people are putting themselves out there and just yeah. being kind to people when you know they are in their most vulnerable state and having empathy for, you know, I, and I I'm always learning as well. I mean, I've been I'm seeing a guy recently and just having to let someone down it's always worse for them but you still just feel so bad and yeah. you know you need to remember like everyone's everyone's a human we're all in it together we're all being vulnerable together but it's just having that mindfulness to to be kind and 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 behave correctly which is what you were were speaking about Masha cuz it is it's all a learning process whether it's in real life or whether it's it it's is. on dating yeah. apps but yeah. we just have to we're just all trying our best as long as exactly. you are open and honest and just give
3: back hey this is not the right uh, match for me i'm moving on uh, so don't ghost just say what you don't want because that's fine if you just are clear then i think it's really good so the good behavior the being the real you but also yeah just honesty uh, uh that is that is I would say a given uh but we still need to educate uh, singles and i uh, yeah so that is something uh, i i would hope for that people are open honest just uh tell uh, people what you want what you're looking for and if you don't like it just move on but say you are moving on and don't leave it open because that if you talk about vulnerability That is something that people struggle with and uh, we need to uh, get that out of the way, right?
2: Yeah, no, that's such good advice. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for jumping on the podcast and having a chat. I feel like I've got a good understanding of how it all (laughs) goes on behind the scenes now. So, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you very much. We uh,
3: Very nice uh, to talk to you and uh, thanks.
2: I hope you enjoyed my chat with Masha and Crystal. Please let me know on my Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, wherever, if you have any stories or thoughts of your own to share. Love and elbow taps, peace.